Hey everyone, Tom here. We wanted to open this episode with a content warning because this episode gets pretty violent and pretty dark. We have some specific warnings about the content and possible triggers in the episode description. So feel free to double check that and uh, on with the episode. Buckle in. It's a, it's a ride. All right, let's go over the facts of the case again. There is some sort of tunnel in the pilings that uh, goes out to the waterfront, uh, but you're trying to see if there's another way in so that you could potentially get around whatever ward zapped you last time. There is a man oh with shaggy hair and very dirty clothes and a peculiar look in his eye. She grew up in a not so great situation. Um, her dad was involved with some shady stuff she has some veils, some small magic stuff that she can do. She just doesn't know what that is yet. Uh, I can only give you a couple minutes over there because I don't know if... I have no idea what kind of questions are going to be asked of us if we stay out on the water too long. This bitch just jumped off a boat in January. Rosetta Common? Yeah. Your father sent you here, and I am going to send his daughter back to him in a bag. So just so the audience is aware, we are picking up immediately in media res uh, from where we left off. No refresh whatsoever for the players this time. It is a direct continuation of the previous scene. Boy, sure is a good thing we handled that situation with the Nixie without violence, huh? Because things are about to get very violent. That's a distinct possibility. And... Let's not waste any time. Let's find out, uh, Gwen, how you are reacting to the situation that is presented to you. You have somebody in front of you who looks a bit unstable. Uh, they are unkempt and uh, sort of look a bit ratty and tired. And their manner of speech is, suggests that they are maybe not all totally right. And uh, they just recognized who you are and what your relationship is to your father and have now threatened to kill you. Uh, what do you do? Is this person coming towards me or making any threatening motions? Uh, it's pretty clear from the look in their eye that they have very much bad intentions and uh, they did just threaten you and are starting to step toward you. I'm going to cast a level five veil and run to their right. Okay, so you're going to have to do a discipline check for that. 
All right. I'm sorry. It's not discipline. It's deceit because that's deceit, how your power yes. works. Yes. That's a five. Holy cow. Hey, I did it good. Clutch play, my dude. Okay. I've been planning this all day. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So, uh, they are, they seem to be a little confused. Uh, when you suddenly just sort of whoosh, vanish from sight and uh, they look around the room uh, and just like, what, what? Oh, I know you're in here. Now I need you to roll me a stealth because you are attempting to move in a place that is pretty echoey. Okay. That in total is a four. Okay. Um, great. So he, much to your, uh, chagrin, horror, take your pick. It seems like your attempt to run past him isn't completely successful because he can hear you moving. And he is going to basically attempt to clothesline the invisible space he thinks you're in. So I'm going to have him make a an attack roll at you and you need to defend with athletics and he okay. is uh he is at a disadvantage because you are invisible so he should have a scene tag acting against him uh but he is attempting to do a maneuver to you not deal you harm okay so do, is there a number i have to beat or just roll the number uh he is rolling an attack at you and it looks like my end result was a zero okay it's a one. Okay. So he fails to put that maneuver onto you. Um, actually, uh, I am going to have him tag one of his aspects because I have fate points as a game master. And currently, you can you can just kind of let this happen or you can tag your own fate point to try to avoid it. But he is attempting quite simply to take you off of your feet. Uh, you won't necessarily lose your concentration on the veil, but it will definitely hinder your progress in escaping. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my my move. Um, yeah, I'm going to use a fate point. I'm going to uh, anything you can do him. And as I run by, I'm going to like duck. OK, because so, he's trying to be fast and sneaky and. I can do it better. You think that you're more athletic than this person? I. You're probably don't, right. <laughs> don't necessarily think so, but I, I'd, I'd hope so. So, do you have confidence in yourself that you can act quicker than he can, given that he is disadvantaged? I think so, because I've made it my career to be sneaky and quick, and that's what I'm banking on. All right, I accept this justification. I will take your fate point, and he fails at his maneuver attempt. Uh, it is now, I'm going to say, your turn to choose your action. Okay. So in the room we're in, is it the same area where we saw him first, where there's like the, the ladder that goes up, like down that hall? Yes, that is correct. 
you have you taken uh, an opportunity to get a lay of the the place that you're in like get a look around to see where you are and what's around I think that I did the first time we were there when we were kind of stuck but I didn't this time because I just went straight into talking to this guy okay yeah and when you climbed out of the water uh you kind of were immediately confronted with uh needing to survive and then all of a sudden oh hello so uh yeah i guess you haven't totally taken stock of your surroundings okay and so you're you're kind mm-hmm. of running blind at the moment okay so but he cannot see me is that correct it does not seem that he can see you at the moment all right so i'm going to kind of turn like run behind whatever's nearby so like maybe like a large box or something and kind of stop for a second so I can take a look around and see what my next course of action is okay uh, make me make me another stealth check to see if you can actually find a position where he won't know that you're there okay that's a three okay it seems as though he still knows the direction that you have been moving in, uh, based partially on the direction that you were running when he tried to clothesline you. So it seems like he's still uh, tracking your your movement by sound, but that's about it. So he doesn't know where you are specifically, but he knows the general direction that you're in. Okay. So I'm going to stop behind, again, something that is obstructing me, even if I'm not seen. And I think I'm going to try to get a lay of what's around. Specifically, I'm looking to see if he is working or has the Mecha Champ in there. Okay. Uh, Make me an alertness roll then. All right. And I'm going to... I'm going to say that your base target is a one, and for every two above that, you get additional details. Okay. In total, I have a four. Okay. So you get the basic details, and then I'm going to give you an additional uh, detail on top. So uh, the basic details that you understand are that uh, this particular location is similar to when you first saw it. You weren't in there for very long, but you were there enough to, I mean, to as a burglar, kind of get an understanding of where things are positioned. Uh, so things are positioned similarly to last time. Uh, you don't see many obvious hiding spots, unfortunately. Uh, but the additional detail that you that catches your eye because it's impossible almost for it not to is there is a excuse me uh, in in the floor there is something that you didn't see last time you were there, maybe because you just didn't notice it. You didn't have time to notice. Um, There is something carved into the floor. Uh, Like it's surrounded by disheveled tables that are partially knocked over. And sometimes uh, that have all kinds of weird, different equipment on them for what purpose. You're not totally sure. You thought maybe drug manufacture. And in the middle of that is a very, very large uh, shape that has a lot of symbols and concentric circles, rings within rings, just carved into the floor. 
And now it is his turn to act. So uh, he uh, he addresses you and it you can tell from the acoustics that he he's facing toward you uh, as he is speaking. Uh, and he uh, he just says, you sneaky little thief pitch. Ah, you think you can hide from me, don't you? I have looked at far worse than whatever you're going to look like. And then uh, there is a there's a sound of him sort of struggling against something that you can't perceive because you're not looking directly at him. And uh, then he uh, announces with just a, a cracking in his voice, just found you. Uh, okay. Is there anything uh, near I'm me? Going to, I'm going to let you make a roll on what just happened there. I'm going to go with make, make a lore roll. You have a target three, and I'm going to give you a free tag uh, for plus two on this one. It's actually pronounced fry dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that bonus has now just been taken away from you. No, um, no, no, no. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> I never said it. Uh, so what I'm going to do is, yes, it is a lore roll that you're making, and I am giving you a scene tag of two that you can use because of circumstances that I'll explain if you get it. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I rolled a two. So with plus two, that's four. Okay. That sounds yeah. like you get it. The The tag that you just used is familiarity. You, th you are pretty damn certain that this crazy SOB just used the site to find you. Oh. <gasps> you, you also are aware... That sometimes the site uh, the site is not something that you just snap open and then snap closed immediately. Most of the time, you've seen Albion have to struggle to close the site before. Okay. So that is the knowledge that you have from that from that lore roll. My plan doesn't work because I don't have my gang with me. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, Michael, should we do a smash cut to outside real quick? Um, only if there is anything that you guys think that you're going to really be doing out there. Uh, um, honestly, Albion would probably be trying to convince the guy to just let them off close enough to where they can jump onto the rocks. Okay. Uh, and, what? And Desdemona uh, would like to do something too. Okay, um, I would like to know what Desdemona is trying to do. Uh, she wants to uh, do a lore check because after a few minutes she just gets worried about her friend, Ro, and she kind of wants to just put out her psychic sense out to see if she can just feel that Ro is okay or feel any sort of thing like that. I will say that it 
did not take much more than a minute or two for Ro to actually uh, swim that distance because uh, it was not an especially huge distance to cross. But uh, you obviously you haven't heard anything from your friend in a small amount of time longer than that because she hasn't really had a long conversation with this dude that maybe took a minute at most to from when she got into where she is now. So it has only been a couple of minutes. So you're suggesting it, I wait? I'm not suggesting that you wait. I'm just saying, I'm just making sure you're aware of how much time has passed. We have established that Des is a bit of a worry wart. So maybe, <laughs> it, maybe she's like about, like thinking about it. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, for you, in real time, it's been two minutes. For Des, it's felt like 15. <laughs> oh God, she's still swimming. She's dead in the ditch somewhere. Oh God. You know how, it, <laughs> you know, like when you're, working retail and you look at that clock and that last 10 minutes of your day feels like the last hour of your day. Yes. Yeah, it's that. That's that time dilation. Like she spent just the last two minutes just going, oh my gosh, should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? I'm going to do it. No, no, I shouldn't. I'm going to okay. do it. <laughs> so I will say, yeah, that's that's a that's a fair enough character motivation. Uh, I think you can justify that. Um, your immediate lore role target is six. <laughs> six. Wow. We are getting okay. a lot of clutch plays tonight. Well then. So you extend She's probably your fine. <laughs> you extend your supernatural senses out and uh because you hit that target of six, you you can feel like you're prepared for some of the stuff that you're expecting to feel in the air in the area around you. Uh, Cause I mean, Albion explained, Oh, there's a ley line coming out of there. Uh, and there's, you know, obviously you've done some research on the various uh, people who were, you know, who've sunk boats in the lake. So you were prepared for a lot of it, so you were able to more easily filter out things that you weren't really um, uh, hoping to... You were really... Yeah, you were more able to filter out stuff that you were hoping to filter out. And you tune in on the inside there, and that that resonant energy of that, that ley line is making it hard to really feel anything too much further plus the distance that you're away but you can feel that something supernatural is occurring and it's inside uh the mori municipal plant you just have no clue what it is albion yep I think something's going down in there I'm not sure what but something supernatural is happening in there and if that's with Ro it could be her or it could be that she's not alone and there's i don't know albion well um i got an idea that i think we might be able to work out i'm gonna see okay. if you can just let us off on the rocks there and we'll uh make our way in i'm okay with that all right i'm gonna go to the captain hey bud i've got a question that might be unconventional and I, by my would be, not I mean, be the is... first one to tonight no yeah, I know. We, it's kind of a tone with us. Kind of a theme. Uh, you see them rocks over there? Can you get us close enough that we could, like, hop off and get off here and send you on your way? Because uh, there's actually, you know, 
There's a joint around here that we might want to grab a drink at now that I'm thinking about it, getting the lay of the land. And, uh, you know, might be a short walk, short walk, rock climb that might be, you know, getting us in the spirit. And uh, a little bit of extra money will be out of your hair. I, okay, I thought that I'd pulled the boat around here for, uh, for the professor because you had some sort of, you had something to do with your class that you were looking at over here. Yeah, um, and then I realized there's a bar near here that we should check out. Professor, does uh, it sound like a plan to you? Sounds like a plan to me. Professor's down with it. Okay, what the hell are you looking for? Because this seems real sketch to me. Well, actually, there's some uh, nice moss and weeds here on the rocks that we need to take samples of for class. That is a deceit roll for sure. <laughs> I'm rubbing off Two on birds, this. one pint glass, my man. So, Christine, deceit. Uh, negative what's the one. Uh, the, what's that? Negative what was one. What the target? Oh, no, it's it's opposed. So, right. uh... Hey, Des, you want to use a fate point? They... Is it really... Is, it, I have only three fate points. Is it really worth it blowing it on the boat driver? I, I don't think so. I don't so think so. He, <laughs> Let him think he, you're crazy. He rolled a one, and uh, he gives you a rather peculiar look, and uh, and says, "Well, I don't imagine that any of that moss and algae was out uh, in the middle of the lake where we were earlier. Uh, that's I I I don't understand. Um, say, I'm going to make a resource roll to bribe him. Um." I'm the class dunce. Well, he, the first thing he says is, also, I can count, and there's four of you, but not right now. I need an explanation as to what's going on, and we cut back inside to that fourth. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So. He... From what I know, he can see me. He he did declare out loud that he had found you. Okay. I'm going to take a couple steps back and say, look, I know you want to kill me. You might not be the only person, but I'm not who you think I am as I'm like walking backwards. Okay. Um, are you, since we are in a, uh, a conflict scene, I think that this is going to have to be basically a social attack against him because you are trying to get him out of the scene one way or another by doing this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a conflict action. So make a, uh, which, uh, is this deceit that you're doing? Uh, well, I want to say yes, but I'm all, like... Because I am Rosetta Common, but I'm not, like, with my dad, as he seems to think. So I I don't know. Would you say that this is distraction and misdirection? Yeah, it's definitely a distraction. So yeah, deceit. Okay, because you are trying to get him to think about something else. So roll it. All right. That's a six. Wow. Uh, I got magic dice. It's a good that's, day. That's really good. Um, 
Okay. So I will tell you, he matched you. Ah! So unless you spend a fate point, he is not taking any damage. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, for, I'm gonna spend a fate point because I think he'd be like, he'll be more helpful if he's alive and if I'm alive. Um, so I'm gonna, hmm. If you can't think of of an aspect, okay, sorry. I'm gonna tag allergic to bullshit because as a professional bullshitter, I'm not only good at lying, but... Because it's kind of the truth, uh, it it seems more believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's that's fair. Um, I am also going to use a fake point to match that one again. I am exhausting my limited supply. Okay. So, uh, he responds with. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. However, yeah, you are not who I think you are. Changeling! I have something I would like to attempt outside. Okay. I'm just gonna be like, Alright, man, look, I'm gonna level with you. My Our friend here did something kinda crazy and impulsive. And took a swim for the shore. And... We need to get the shore to go after her, make sure she's not getting herself killed. You know, because the water is cold and it's wet out here. So I was trying to make the situation seem less weird, if you can believe it. And I apologize for that. But uh, it's a real weird situation. So I I would consider it a favor if you were to uh, get us over there. Note, I'm not lying. (laughs) I am actually saying I'm going to rule that as a rapport role because you are opening up and actually letting him in on something. Um, And because you're telling that truth in that way, uh, couching it that way. Yeah, we'll call it a rapport. All right. That is three pluses and a minus. That is a four. Okay. Uh, Great. Uh, It looks like. You have beaten, you've beaten him. So uh, I'll I'll say that you were using a maneuver uh, and you should probably be declaring this yourself, uh, (laughs) that your your maneuver was to like put an aspect on him of like, uh, trust me. Yeah, I'm just like, look, man, you've you've done right by us tonight. We've we've asked a lot of you. I know this is more to ask, but uh, she's she's my friend and I really... Just want to make sure she's not doing nothing stupid. Okay. So I I will say that you have put an aspect on him of uh trust me. And yeah. you can you can free tag that to convince him uh to do something further for you. Yeah. Um and in the meantime, we do have to cut back inside. Okay. So uh, because our mysterious person hadn't truly acted uh, yet and gotten his initiative done. Um, so he uh, he looks at you and uh, and says, I, hey, I know you don't want, you don't want to die. I don't want to die. No one wants to die right now. 
nobody needs to die in here except maybe you. So I will give you 10 seconds before I get to where you are that you get to pitch me on why you should live. And don't lie. He starts walking toward you, and you feel like it will be about 10 seconds before he gets to where you are. Okay. Obviously, my dad took something from you or hurt you. He took just as much from me, I swear to you that. But if you kill me, that's not going to do anything to him, because he doesn't care about me at all. If you want to take him down, I can help you. But you cannot, you cannot kill me. Okay, uh, give me a rapport roll. All right. That's a three. Okay, um, all right. So you were, you were using opening up, I think, because you're basically opening up the, the not my father's daughter kind of thing. Actually, you changed mm-hmm. that, didn't you? I do, yeah. That was anything you can do. But I think that... Mm, is that kind of like you have no power over me because, like, my dad's powerful and, like, I'm running away from that? Uh, I mean, that is that is what it uh, what it narratively relates to. So, yeah, I'll say that that's that you're opening up because the way opening up works is you are basically showing somebody something about yourself, but you're choosing how it happens instead of letting them figure it out on their own where they might get information you don't want. Mm-hmm. So um, he is he's rolled against that and uh, he takes he he stops about three steps away from you and there's just sort of uh a he just sort of jerks to a stop and you can see how he is looking at you uh make me an alertness roll a uh, target of 2 okay that's a zero okay you do not get any additional information off that so uh he he has stopped for a second uh and just in a in a position where it looks like he is mid-step and could resume uh menacing toward you at any moment but he's he's allowing you to talk a little more it seems what are you doing out there on the boat anybody that isn't albion because he's done a good amount of convincing well did uh did the boat guy decide to help us or I am going to I'm going to say he looks at he looks at Dr. Cooper Smith uh, questioningly because he's I mean, Cooper Smith was the one that uh, was sort of telling him what was going on here. So he's in his mind, the authority in this situation vis-a-vis your group. Yeah, uh, look, man, she I don't know why the hell she did that, but. If you could drop us off here so we could go, you know, find her and make sure she doesn't get, you know, hurt or dead. You know, one of those things that would be really great. Uh, OK, uh, I'm going to do that for you on. I'm going to do that for you on one condition. 
Okay. I don't see you guys come out of there in five minutes. I am going over to the Coast Guard to tell them that we may have somebody who needs rescuing. Do you have a cell phone with you, sir? I could just give you a call to let you know that, you know, everyone's okay. Own two eyes. I don't, I don't totally trust you anymore. Look, man, I can't promise you five minutes. But I can try and get out of there as soon as possible. You give me, give me ten. If we're talking about a person who may currently be drowning or dying of hypothermia, I won't really budge. Six. Six is fair. All right. He starts maneuvering toward uh, to get you guys to actually drop off right near the rocks at the entrance to the pilings. Meanwhile, Ro, are you take how are you taking advantage of the fact that he has stopped suddenly uh, only mere feet in front of you? So I'm going to kind of raise my hands up a little bit. Say, look, I don't know who you are. You clearly know kind of where I'm from, at least. Can we at least talk for like two minutes? And if you want to kill me after that, then fine, I guess. But, like, I I got a lot riding on making sure that everything... I want my father dead. And if you can help me with that, then please do. Please. And I'm backing up as I'm talking a little bit, but not, like, taking large strides, just, like, a little bit. Okay. So as you are backing up, um, he is moving in such a way that he keeps pace with your distance until you realize that the wall is not far behind you and that distance has not changed and you now have a wall at your back. But he does not get any closer. He looks at you and his expression is difficult to read uh it looks like he's definitely curious and like trying to process a lot of information and weigh it and his eyes are kind of looking not fixedly at one specific point so i'm gonna let you make one more alertness roll and this time your target is one that's a four Okay, he pretty obviously has the site still open, which is not advisable. Uh, Yeah, he clearly has the site still open because he is not looking at the outline of you as you exist in reality. He's sort of tracing an outline of you that doesn't totally line up. So you know that that is the case. And I think you have a little more time before your compatriots get dropped off. Okay. Is he going to take any other, like, action? He has... He's not taking any action currently. You just know that he is standing there three footsteps away from you, the sight open. Not moving. So I'm going to try to make my way towards where I came in, kind of, like, backing up and, like, making sure that I'm keeping... You are currently backed against a wall. Okay. Can I, like, move down the wall to, like, the side? 
trying to um, you, think. You can try to do that if you like. It's just that with the channel of water coming in uh, from the... from. I'm sorry. With uh, the way the channel of water comes in, uh, you were you kind of got out toward the end and got walked around, like dove around one way, and then got a little bit walked to uh, a spot where where you came in isn't as immediately accessible, but you could just dive back into any of that water. Okay. So hmm. your your exits are uh, your exit paths are not a. Sp- especially great right now to one side of you is uh, a table because you had ducked behind something for cover that was near to uh, one of the tables against the wall so the to the other side of you that is open the only thing that's there is just mostly open dirt and then water he's looking at like what albion saw how there were like two of me in the same space he's kind of seen something similar I can assume. You actually don't know that because Albion didn't describe that to you. True. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Do you, by any chance, know Shadrach? Um, okay. I am going to, uh, I'm going to have you make me an athletics roll real quick. Okay. Do, is there a number I gotta beat? Because I got a three. Uh, yeah. Your number to beat is five. Okay. Uh, I didn't meet that. <laughs> okay. Um, he is going to put an aspect, uh, not an aspect, a, uh, well, it is going to be an aspect on you because he's doing a maneuver. Um, his hand shoots forward with almost impossible speed and grabs you around the neck and in a voice that is even more unhinged than you had previously heard uh he cries where did you hear that name i'm gonna have everyone outside make me an alertness roll and your target is with my bonus a six Okay, because your target is a five. Four. Yeah, three. <laughs> okay. Uh, Albion, uh, you you definitely hear... Uh, actually, you know what? No, given what just happened, I think the target for that should actually be three. So uh, all of you got three or higher, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So all of you do hear... Um, something you hear somebody you hear a voice coming from that uh that opening into the pilings uh through through the you know the sound of the the water and the the air around you and you know the boat operating you can hear uh that somebody in there is saying something and albion beat it with enough that he could hear uh he could make out where did you hear that name? All right. Albion is moving fast now. Okay. He's just like sprinting in. Uh, you are not yet in a position to do that. You are you are near enough to that you could attempt to do a jump to get to 
uh, get to shore, but it would be a pretty uh, interesting check to make because he's almost to where you need to be to to actually get off the boat. All right. And that's an athletics check. Uh, yes, because it is a sprint and a jump. I'm going to say that to actually make this your target is a four. I hit a five. <laughs> so you're jumping off of a moving boat that is approaching land at a sort of a sideways uh, manner. And yep. clock is uh, ticking. OK, amazing. So, all right, you just jump straight off of the boat and onto the rocks there. Uh, and I will say that it's uh, it's pretty unstable ground because it is wet rocks in January. Mm-hmm. So uh, to get any further is going to take another pretty significant um, athletics check to move off of that terrain. Uh, is All anyone right. else outside doing anything with Albion making uh, a fucking uh, Olympic leap? <laughs> Desdemona's going to call out Albion's name when he jumps, but she's going to wait for the boat to actually get to a safe distance to the rocks. Sly's just going to shake his head, chuckle, and wait for the boat to just, you know, dock. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, you once saw the spear and invisible monster off a bridge. So this this is is why I'm not surprised. This is Tuesday. Albion, again. It's just Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) Uh, Roe. Inside, um, you have just been asked an almighty question, and you are currently pinned to the wall, and you you can feel that he is not actively choking you because he expects an answer. I went to the library, and the librarian told me to look for Shadrach. I, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know. I just know that's a person that I need to look for. Um, okay, so in this case, he is actually going to start applying some pressure. You can still talk, but he is definitely, uh, intending to do harm with this. So this is going to be, uh, this is going to be a might check, I think, uh, because he is uh, attempting to exert force and break something. Um, okay. So you're going to have to go for an endurance against that. All right. That's a one total. Okay. He freely tags the um, the aspect that he maneuvered onto you. And um, that is going to be three physical stress. Uh, okay. So that takes up my fourth spot. Fun. Okay. And, uh, he, uh, he is with, with that same kind of intensity, uh, but much quieter and somehow this is scarier. Um, he says, there is no library in the world that has my name in it. Don't lie to me. Should I make that athletics roll now? Uh, yes. Make that athletics roll. What's the target? Uh, your target for this to be able to stand and move uh, freely is going to be three. All right. I rolled a minus one, so that's a one, but I'm going to tag protective streak a mile long 
to uh, get me the plus two. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, you are uh, you are motivated, but just by force of will to sort of get yourself across there. Uh, you are like knocking loose rocks into the water as you're just scrambling to get to more solid ground. Um, am I in a position after that where I can see him? Um, no, because you have leapt. Uh, th- the issue is that the rocks that make sort of an arch over the entrance, the entrance is water. The entrance is just lake water. So scrambling to your feet, you realize that the only access you have is either in that lake water or going in the front door of the municipal plant. I'm going I'm going for the door then as fast as I can. Okay. So this is I'm gonna say that you can since you're on stable ground now where you can actually move some more uh, I'm going to make you roll an endurance real quick just to uh, just so that you can keep doing this, because this was a bit of a, a rough and tumble way to get off. Uh, the target is only one, though. My endurance is pretty dang good. And that is even with a negative th- even with a negative two. Um, that is a one. OK, so, yep, you you're still able to to act like you have that adrenaline going uh, in yeah. the meantime, it seems like the boat is about. I to know get someone to... is threatening Roe right now, and I'm getting in there as fast as I can to eliminate the threat. Okay, so speaking uh, of which, I'm pulling out a knife right now. Okay, um, uh, the other two the on the boat. Um, you know that the the boat is almost in a position where you can uh, get off without exerting too much unnecessary effort it'll still take you uh some like an actual careful movement to get off because it is a boat it is january and Mm. this is not a dock do you need a roll um if you're going to try to exit the boat now it's going to take another round before it gets to a point where you can get out uh, get across the boat without making an athletics roll uh she'll try to get out of the boat Okay, uh, this is going to be an athletics of a target three. Well, that is all blanks, and I only have one athletics. Okay, so uh, it seems like you are not able to actually get the momentum to jump across, and you're, you're processing like how much jump you think you can get and you manage to skid to a stop at the edge of the schooner realizing like oh this was not going to happen um are you doing anything over there doc okay yeah, i don't know i'm probably just going to make a athletics roll too okay uh, uh it's four well you make this shit look easy <laughs> you got them jumping by this by this so you are now in a position where um, you're able to jump and land on more stable ground than Albion had to land on. So you're not going to be uh, as hindered when you are next making your moves to try to get in. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Ro, uh, his his grip is is tightening and you can still talk, but it hurts. Okay. I didn't find you from this world, I guess. I 
I know very little about what's going on. I know there's this place called the Never Never, and there's a library there, I guess, that I... <sighs> Give me... I... I don't know why, but you're important, and I think I'm important, and you can't kill me. Not like this. I am trying to, like, pull at his hands to, like, release some of the pressure. Okay, that's going to be contested might. That's a one. Okay, that does not work. Because uh, he is looking at a four. So he continues to exert that force. Um, and because of that, uh, we are going to have you make another endurance roll versus might. That's a three. Okay. Uh, you've tied, so you're not taking any additional uh, damage from this, but his grip has not relaxed. Uh, and he he says, take me there now, or you will die, changeling. everybody welcome to the ad break leave your shoes at the door and grab yourself a nice cold beverage and scream about what's been happening in this episode because you know i did warn you i did warn you at the top this was gonna be intense this was gonna be dark and violent and scary and now here we are you didn't listen i don't know where the episode break is so i don't know what you've heard or what you haven't heard i don't know who's alive or dead i may have said too much I want to thank everyone for listening to Green Mountain Mysteries. This show means the absolute world to me personally, and I know it means the world to all of us working on it. And having all of your support just is, it's wonderful. It's so important to us. Thank you so much for listening, for reviewing, for giving us the time. It's, it's incredible. Thank you so much. And I want to specifically thank you, who is driving home from work right now. Yeah, no, yeah, I am talking to you. Don't think, oh, it's just a joke. No, you specifically. Now, don't look around. Don't look at the drivers around you. You and I have a special connection right now. This is our moment. Thank you. Now, I want to talk to you about one of our sponsors today. Now, this is JerkyGent.com. Now, if you're like me and you enjoy food, and honestly, who doesn't love food? I would recommend you checking this out. JerkyGent is the premium craft beef jerky subscription box for anyone looking to discover the world's best craft jerky brands. Now, if you're like me, you didn't know there were craft jerky brands. Good news, there are. And Jerky Den delivers four amazing jerky products curated to your spice and flavor preferences every month. You are getting jerky delivered to your door monthly, and they know which jerky you're going to like. So trust me, you want to check this out. I'm excited about beef jerky. That is not something I get to say often. Check out bit.ly slash jerkygentppn to get started on that. And, you know, tell us what flavors you're getting. Tell us what you're enjoying. T recommend jerky to us. We we need more jerky recommendations in our life. We would like to give a special thanks to Brandon Batty and Michael Bo Dalio for their soundtrack assistance. And as always, we want to thank William Blake for assistance with editing. This guy is tireless. He is a machine and he needs to be sleeping right now, probably. I know you're listening to this. Get more sleep. Special thanks go out to the Pocket Podcast Network, where you can listen to shows like The Ghoul Tank, No Dice, and our brand new show, 
cult classics. You're going to want to look into what that's about. Describing it does not do this absolute buck wild concept justice. If you want to help support the show, another way you can do that is by using our pocket notes. Go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocket notes, and one of the cast of Green Mountain Mysteries will say whatever you tell us to. Literally anything. You want me to sing show tunes? I will sing stars from Les Miserables. I would give you a teaser now, but then you wouldn't have to pay for it, would you? So, you know, just know that I can and will sing Les Miserables, and if you pay for the privilege, I will do it specifically for you. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at GMMCast. We rely on word of mouth for our um, advertising, so if you want to talk about our show, make sure to use the hashtag GMMCast. We don't pay for ads. We rely on people who listen to the show to spread the good word of the Green Mountain Mysteries. And if you do tweet at us, if you tweet about the show using that hashtag, you could have an NPC named after you, like Captain Rodriguez. Named for friend of the show, Nico, from his own podcast, A Fool's Quest. I would recommend checking them out. They are very funny. It's a D&D podcast that goes off the rails almost as soon as it starts. Highly recommended. You should also check out our Discord. You can find links to that on our social media. We have weekly Jackbox streams. You can shout at the cast. You can shitpost. You know, like you do with young people on the internet. Anyway, enough respite from the darkness. Let's get back to it. Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie. Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Cult Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for Good Horses, Bad Plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life. Just a side note, it's late at night, correct? It is. It is very late. Late enough at night for the public library to be closed, correct? Yep. Hey, Mike. I sort of, when I pray, have an ability called Guide My Hand, which means I show up where I am needed when I'm needed. Could we say that I'm arriving about now? You burned Guide My Hand on the conviction roll, didn't you? That's not, that's not, that's a different effect. Um, spiritual guidance means, um, I'm simply guided to the right place at the right time. If the GM agrees that such a circumstance is in effect, you need not spend a fate point to stage a fortuitous arrival. Sometimes this might work in reverse, allowing an ally to show up where you are. Okay. So, this means that I'm essentially using a fortuitous arrival without needing to spend a fate point if it's you agree that this is a situation where I am needed most. I will say that you can make a fortuitous arrival by way of being being able to intuit your way in and uh, clear the obstacles in your way uh, just a little more easily, much more easily than you would have normally. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll say that it's it's going to be an athletics role to get to to get to there. Uh, but it's going to take you, it, it will be a fortuitous and timely arrival, um, but it's going to be like one more round. And that is a four on my athletics. Okay, so you are going to be able to cross that ground with 
pretty much Usain Bolt, or I guess Britney Spears speed. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going to say that you have arrived inside the plant and gone laser guided right to where the uh, entrance to the pilings is. And you are going to be climbing down into that area now. Uh, Christine, this round, you are able to safely exit the boat if you wish. Woohoo! Yes. And uh, Darius, if you want to be trying to keep up, you can make an athletics roll as well, but you are not going to get as far uh, because there are so many zones to cross. Okay. (laughs) Unless you roll a very, very good athletics roll. Nah, it's a four. Okay. So uh, I'd say that the fence counts as one uh, one obstacle. The, the crossing to the actual plant is another zone, at least. Um, and then getting into the plant. So you're not far behind Albion, it turns out. You're in you're like in the plant area still while Albion is descending the ladder. So you'll be able to get almost to him uh, next round. OK, uh, row. Yes, the library, the Fletcher Free Library has been closed for a few hours and you've never opened a way to uh, the librarian sanctum anywhere else but there. I can't bring you there right now. I I have only ever gone in a certain place at a certain time and it's not now. If you can wait then yeah, I'll I'll bring you it whatever you want. But I need some kind of patience because I'm not going to be able to do that for you here, man. Okay. His it his expression turns to rage, and this is a might roll contested by your endurance again. It's a two. Okay, that is two physical damage. So that takes my last stress bubble thing. So you what have does that consequence? Okay. A mild so, should yeah. help you. So baby takes her first consequence. That's fun. Yep. Uh yeah, he is he is actively attempting to choke the life out of you at this point. This was not the answer he wanted. Alright. So I'm dying. Um, so take, what... take your consequence. Okay, and so like, do I, like what is you get to decide what it is? Yes, you okay. get to decide based on what's happening to you what your mild consequence is. It could be that you are, um, you know, short of breath. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with the uh, breathless. <laughs> yep, that's fair. Okay, and so that takes two off the physical? Yes, and that rolls it down to zero, so that doesn't hit your track. But you have that consequence now. Okay. Um, Albion. Yep. You have arrived uh, on the scene, and you see Ro up against a wall and the the person that you had previously seen only briefly uh, is has has her pinned against the wall and his hand is up to her throat. I'm throwing and, my dagger right at the center of his back. Okay. So 
That is going to be an interesting weapons. With, yeah, that's weapons. With one hand and my other hand is drawing is drawing Gugnir. Okay. Uh, cool. So he still gets to roll against that, uh, because he he has to. Uh, but obviously it matters whether he knows you're there or not. So I am going to have him roll with uh, what is it? Restricted by alertness. That is a great time to roll three pluses. That is a weapons of five. Okay. And just out of spite, I am tagging Protector Streak a mile long to add two to it. Ow. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. That is seven. Who dear. Uh, okay. And it's a knife, so that's probably like a weapon two. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, your call I would if it's say a weapon that. two or weapon one. I, I think that that's... It, it's a pretty mean knife, isn't it? Yeah. Dagger's a two. It's yeah. one of those It's one of those combat knives that has a serrated edge. So oh, it's that's not great. It's not great for, flow, for throwing, but, you know. Yeah. Righteous Fury right now. Okay. So, um, he is very surprised uh, by this particular action. Was clearly not expecting this. And so he just hears a... Uh, yeah, he... Because he Alvin has not said anything yet. He starts hearing something whistling through the air, uh, and then he hears a uh, rather loud sound like unto a knife slamming into sheet metal as an invisible barrier behind him uh, suddenly springs into existence. Uh, the knife is uh, rather, it's diverted, but it still uh, scrapes across his shoulder. Um, and, uh, he, ah! And uh, he, this is going to, I think, prompt him to need to make uh, an immediate uh, check to maintain that he is keeping his grip as strong. Um, so we're going to say uh, row. We're mm -hmm. going to go might versus might. And if you win, his grip is no longer uh, damaging. That's a two. Okay, he also got a two. So he does not relax his grip on you, but is very much uh, suddenly distracted by uh, a knife that just did nick him for some some amount of physical stress. I have a gun aimed at him, and the fire lights up, runs up the arm, the eyes on fire. I have it aimed at him. I'm like, let her go, or you die. There is no third option. Okay, make me an I intimidation threat. And I'm gonna spend a fate point, my last one, to use the faith manages to use my conviction for this threat. Wow. Hell yeah. What is your intent with this? To get him to release my friend because he's hurting Ro, he's killing Ro. Ro's in a position where it doesn't look like she can really defend herself. If I don't stop him, my friend is in danger. Okay, mechanically, you're attempting to put a do a maneuver on him. Oh, or? oh! I thought you meant to ask if it was selfless because it has to be. Um, oh, my no. goals are pure, and my actions I know are selfless. This is, I know that this is a very selfless threat. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to get him to stand down and back off. So to let her go. 
So are you trying to take him out of the scene entirely or trying to get him to do a specific thing inside of the scene? I'm trying to take him out of the scene. Okay, so it's just a straight attack then. Yeah. Okay, that's mechanically different. All right, that is four pluses. Okay, what is your total of that? Eight. Jeez. Okay. Uh, that's... that's pretty hefty. Uh, okay. Your shield can't protect against being terrified for your life, motherfucker. <sighs> all right. Um... So... All right, Ro. Um... Mm, oh, this is... this is really, really tricky. Uh... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, he's not actually taken out of the scene. He takes a huge amount of social damage from what you just did. Uh, his social defense was not very good, but he is choosing to take a consequence as opposed to being taken out of the scene. Okay. So he definitely does take a consequence, and you can see the the rage in his face has now mixed with terror, and he has to make a discipline roll. Holy shit, he's looking at me with the sight right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, perfect. I cannot imagine what I look like right now, but I cannot imagine it is anything less than <laughs> fucking terrifying. Avenging Angel. Okay. Uh, that's not gonna be a discipline good enough to stop looking at you. <laughs> um... So, with that, uh, you hear him, you hear him, uh, scream. Uh, it is not a pleasant sound. Um, and he recoils from you in horror. Um, Ro? That's me. He, he's trying not to let go, but just from what he is witnessing with his open sight and looking at um, Albion, uh, you he's like backing away from Albion right now. And uh, Can I tell he, that he's seeing me with the sight? Um, I don't know if you can. You're going to need to, like, he's a, he's a good enough distance away from you that this would be a pretty high alertness. So yeah, make me a five uh, target alertness roll. Uh, that is a six. Okay. Well, because you're somebody who uses the site, um, you are, you just threatened him and pointed a gun at him. His reaction is so far beyond merely being intimidated by you. Like, he wasn't intimidated uh, uh, by you as much as you expected until he just kind of looked directly at you, stopped, his breath caught in his throat, and that started as an almost silent scream that turned into an actual shriek of uh, mortal horror. And I just look at him and I just bellow, Look at me! All right. Ro? Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to need you to make me a mic check versus this guy. Because okay. what he is doing is he is absolutely changing what he is doing. He's attempting to throw you neck first away from him. <laughs> oh, 
okay. <laughs> Not the baby. So that's a two, and I will use a fate point if I gotta. Okay, he matches that. So he he matches your defense. Um, so your defense succeeds, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he cannot, it, like, he cannot physically exert the force he needs to at the awkward angle that he's at. And just sort of, he tries acting, like, this crazy thing, acting on instinct, and it just does not work the way he was hoping to. Um, okay. So he, uh, he moves away from you, Ro, and he looks just directly up at the ceiling, and you can see that something has changed in uh, his visage and what, it, what he is seeing. Sylvester, uh, you've definitely been able to cross uh, these it, the the zones into here at this time. I'm uh, not going to make you roll for that. I think enough time has passed that you can see this dude. Uh, that's Des, inside. Des, I am going to have you make an athletics roll to see how close you are to actually being in there. All right. That is athletics too. Okay. So you were able to get over... I'm going to make you make a second one because I think we've had okay. about two rounds properly have passed at this point so you were able to get over uh, or through the fence somehow and onto the grounds and now you're trying to get through the actual plant all right yes and the second one is a zero okay so you she are trips. able to well, no you you basically get up <laughs> to the door of the municipal plant you're not in it entirely yet can I just say that when she was running away from the boat, too, she kind of waves back and says, help yourself to anything in the cooler. Thanks. Bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> we left the cooler, guys. Uh, the oh, one man. tragedy. He's lucky he saw me and not Des, by the way. Um, yeah. Oh, well. So uh, this is now... Sylvester, you can see Roe is on one side of the room uh, and, you know, still up against a wall, uh, but she does not look in the best shape you've ever seen her. Um, you can see Albion standing there with his gun drawn with that sort of holy fire uh, around it. And you can see... Uh, you didn't see this guy last time, so you have not actually seen what this person looks like. Um, but uh, he's just standing there in the middle of the sort of open space that is a little more uh, finished than the, the dirt areas around. Uh, so there seems to be concrete in the ground that he is standing atop. And um, he looks unwell uh he looks kind of like a cornered animal at this point and uh you can see there is a uh, he pulls out an item uh from his sort of tattered coat and he says all right no one get any closer or we all die perhaps I wasn't fucking clear. Um, I need you to make me a 
I need you to make me uh, make an alertness roll right now. Uh, both of you, Albion, Sylvester. And I will say Row yeah, also. Not, that's not the greatest. It's a, that's only a plus one. It's a four. Yeah, it's got a four. Okay. Uh, this is a target three. He's holding a thermal detonator! Row, what's your alertness? Sorry, it's a two. You know what? I'm going to say because of your previous alertness roll in spotting uh, this in the ground, I will give you a free scene tag uh, of knowing where he's standing and being familiar with the layout of the room if you want to take the free plus two. Yes, I will do that. Okay. He is standing in the middle of that complicated uh, series of circles and glyphs and shapes that are carved into the concrete on the ground. And it's it's that moment that you realize not only is something in the ground, not only does it look vaguely familiar to you, but there is a an odd, ominous light that is starting to coalesce inside of the shape itself, almost almost beyond perception. Um, Desdemona, make me a roll for alert, uh, athletics. Okay. That's another zero. Oof. Okay. Uh, you... That Peloton's really paying off there, hun. <laughs> so you're... Uh, you're in the... You're in the place now, uh, and you are trying to get to the actual ladder down, so you have to cross another zone before you can get there. Um, Yay. So with the with the understanding that he is standing on something and you don't know what it is, uh, how are you all reacting to the scenario down there? Um, make your decisions of how you wish to react to it, and then we will roll them out. I'm going to intimidate him again and tag the and tag the aspect I put on him. Okay. The consequence. Okay. Uh, what is uh, what is Rose' intent? Which direction is he facing? Is he looking at any of us specifically? Uh, he's not looking at anyone specifically. He's looking between you. You're across the room from the other people, uh, that from your other party members, and in between you is that uh sort of ingress of water. And uh, he is looking in a way that he can keep everybody in his sightline uh, as much as possible. Okay. Um. Shit. Because I assume that if I move or do anything he's not expecting, he will kill us all. Is that correct? That is the threat he has made. Okay. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to stay as is and try to catch my breath. Okay. Uh, Sylvester, do you have any intended action? <sighs> Honestly, I was just going to run over and drop kick him in the head. Whew. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're behind Albion. So uh, Albion, I think, is going to get a first attempt. Okay. See, you are mistaken. And you've made a mistake. The first mistake was hurting my friend. The thing you're mistaken on is thinking that death will keep you safe from me because you hurt my friend. So I'm going to make this very, very fucking clear to you. You do anything, 
And even if you die, I will make sure you regret it forever. You hurt my friend, and that thing you saw when you looked at me, that is what is waiting for you. So you put that away, because that is the only scenario that ends favorably for you. Do you understand? Look at me and tell me you fucking understand. Threat. Roll. Go. That is three pluses, and I am tagging the the uh, consequence I put on him. Okay. If not multiple consequences. Uh, okay. It was one. It was one consequence. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, he has, he has a mad certainty in his look. Like, this is clearly, it shook him what you just said. But you can see that there is a, a mad certainty in his expression. Um, it doesn't look great. He's not taken out of the scene still. Sylvester, how do you respond? Uh, dropkick. Okay, I will tell you that there is distance between the two of you, so you're going to need to make an athletics check to be able to get there cleanly, and then you're going to have to make a uh, a fists roll, which I think is a maneuver. You're trying to... Are you trying to put a maneuver on him or hurt him? Uh... Because he's holding... Does a dropkick count as a maneuver? Sorry, what was that? Does a dropkick count as a maneuver? Well, if you're trying to dropkick something out of his hand, say, like what he's holding... Oh. Yeah, I guess we... I guess I could do that. I was just gonna hit him in the head, knock him out. <laughs> um, just know that mechanically that is unlikely, because he gets to react. Okay, so I guess I'll dropkick the thing out of his hand. Okay. So make me an athletics. Uh, your target is one to get there before he can react. Three. Okay. Uh, you you spring into action extremely quickly, and you have one shot to get this thing out of his hand with, I believe, a fists roll. Yep. He is drop kicking like Okada. Yep. Is he unarmored? He's got magic bullshit, so you can't be sure. Fucker. He's got magic bullshit, and that means there's an aspect you could tag. Oh, yeah. Nobody likes wizards, especially me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, what was your fists roll? Eight. Uh, I'm sorry, did you roll all pluses? Yes. Okay, <laughs> because, um... Welcome to the club, my friend. Hey, I did it. This is not going... This sounds unbelievable. Uh, he rolled four minuses. <laughs> Loser. So you... You with the, like, a, the grace of a tiger leap across the room and drop kick this thing out. When, I, when you say drop kick, uh, are you kicking it to the floor or are you kicking it away from the magical bullshit? I am basically kicking his hand with both of my legs. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I get it now. Kick. I get what that looks like in my head. Okay. So you kick his hand and you, you kick so precisely that the object in his hand flies across the room and smashes against a far wall. Uh, and there is a there is a small explosion of blue-white uh, magical fire 
Uh, and he seems extremely distraught by this circumstance. Um, that's awesome. You definitely just made that happen. And anybody who is looking in there can see that the, uh, the, the faint glow that was starting to accumulate in the magical, uh, circle he's standing in, uh, has dissipated. So all I say is I warned you. Give me a roll, Desdemona. An athletics <laughs> roll. That's a one. Okay. The Peloton worked. <laughs> you know, she just like she just bought it. Come on, guys, give her a few weeks. Okay, so you are I only have an athletics. You're one. in a position <laughs> where you are now climbing down the ladder, so it'll be around before you can interact effectively with the scene. Can I roll alertness while I'm climbing down the ladder? Absolutely. Thank you. Three? Okay. Um, yeah, you, you definitely heard, uh, a small explosion of some, of some kind, uh, after a long series, like a actually quick series of rapid footsteps. Uh, did you make any sort of sound as you were jump kick or drop kicking in the air there? Like, was there a Kia or anything? <laughs> I mean, probably, but you can edit and post. Oh, no, I'm just asking for the sake of what Christine, uh, what, uh, Desdemona heard. You probably heard something like, uh, I don't know, probably just a loud nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, just, you, you hear rapid footsteps, uh, you hear Sylvester's voice give a loud nope, and then you hear, um, some sort of impact and, uh, a, a small explosion and Albion saying, I warned you. <laughs> Okay, that's the party she's walking into. Cool. That is well. That is your party. I, yes. I I hope he looks at you right now and sees, and sees what I saw. Well, uh, you have reason to believe that he actually closed the site by now. Oh, okay. When he looked up at the ceiling, uh, and then snapped his vision back down, it seems like he was doing that to look at nothing. Um, it's a little freeform at this point, but Ro, do you have anything that you want to be doing right now? I have kind of a two-ish part thing I want to do. Well, that just makes um, me very excited. <laughs> so I want to, seeing that Albion and Sylvester are both here, Ro's thought process is Des is on her way. I want to roll an alertness to see if I can figure out how close she is. So that's my first step. Okay. Um, so do you want me to do that and then tell you the rest or tell you the rest and then do it all? I'm going to go with that's an alertness and I'm going to say that that's a target four. That's a two. So can I spend fate points? If you think you've got something to justify it. I think half manic, half pixie thief girl. I know what sneaking around sounds like because of my thieving days. So I think that expecting Des to be coming down and also like trying to hear her, that gives me a little more of an advantage. Okay, uh, eh, that's that's close enough to an acceptable justification that I'll let you get away with it. Okay, cool. Um... And then do I need one more or was that? No, that gives you plus two. So you can hear 
uh, amidst the the other sounds and all of the distraction, you can hear somebody climbing the ladder um, hurriedly. And you have then reason to believe that, going... that that is Desdemona. Okay. I'm going to start running towards the ladder and Des, and I'm going to cast a level five veil on myself. Okay. Um, so you're going to have to do one of those things right now. And since running with athletics is part of your um, your supernatural speed, you don't have to roll at a minus one to get across. So I'm going to say that given the arrangement of the room, uh, that's going to be an athletics check of one to get to where you're trying to get to. Okay, cool. So let me... That is a one. Okay. So you are now near enough to Desdemona that you can do the other part of your plan uh, in just a moment. So... Alrighty. uh, So the individual uh, that tried to blow everyone up you think uh it gets to react now um and uh he uh he he looks he looks around the room uh seeing all the individuals and that this person just drop kicked something out of his hand uh so effectively um and he is going to attempt to do something um and okay uh what he is going to do is he's going to have to make a roll to make this happen Ooh, okay he's able to successfully use it um so he he again grabs for something on his person and uh he he grabs something out of a jacket pocket and throws it up into the air and what happens is familiar enough to you now to know that he has just opened up a way into the never-never, and he is attempting to cross through it. I don't know if I can help it, he's not. So I'm going to give him an athletics roll, and one moment, because he is... uh Yeah, he's got some issues. <laughs> like, he's got a Sylvester right nearby as well. Um... Hi. It looks, yeah. I think you count as an obstacle to his uh, escape through there. So, uh, I goddamn right. He <laughs> is not able to pass into the way immediately. So he's still there, and there is an open way into the never never in front of him. Um, Albion, what were you about to do? Shoot him in the leg so he can't leave. Uh, so you're attempting to put. You're attempting a maneuver with this, I think? Yes. Okay. Um, let's... Let's go for that. I'm trying to pin him down. Okay. It doesn't have to be literally me shooting him in the leg, but I'm trying to pin him down so he cannot leave. Okay. Uh, let's... Let's roll for that. Alrighty, that is a only a plus one, but that is a guns of five. Okay. Does he have any new consequences I can tag? Um, not physical, no. Okay. Okay. His hand's not smarting. I mean, am I? It, one one sec. Like yeah, yes, but that's not really gonna be a taggable consequence for this. And he didn't take a consequence. His hand does sting. 
Okay. Um, like, obviously, yes, his hand hurts, and it's not good, but mechanically, you weren't able to make that mean something. Right. So, I know it's a little, it's a little goofy, but yeah. Um, he, he's still trying and acting things like Actually, his, hold on one his second. His adrenaline's up. Hold on. I, I might be changing my mind. I mean, you just rolled it. Yes. Am I in the room I yet? I just realized a problem, Mike. That is? There's a boat outside, and I'm about to use a gunshot. Yeah. Yeah, um, okay. Instead, I'm going to try to physically stop him, using Gugnir like a club. Uh, he is... The distance that he is away from you, uh, is like 15 plus feet. Alright. So, unless you... You go for his legs, I'll go for his throat. <laughs> Uh, unless you're going to do something really flashy like uh, Sylvester did, then you're not going to likely get there. Uh, so you Yeah, I'm going to Superman punch him, but using, but with a pistol whip. All right. So first things first is you need to make athletics to get there. Okay. And be able to do that. And that's going to... What's my target? Uh, your target because of uh, the new obstruction is two. Okay, thank God. Um, I was hoping it would be low because I rolled neutral. At the two. Okay. So you do make it there, and now you're rolling at a minus one for a supplemental action. Yeah, and that's a weapons roll. Not a guns so roll. So it's only a... Pl yeah, no, it's not a guns roll because I'm not shooting it. Okay. And I'm not clever enough to have a stunt for that. Alrighty. Um... That is an attack of three with the with the handgun as a club, as a pistol whip. Okay. Uh, he sees you coming and is able to basically uh, shimmy out of the way of what's happening there. Uh, so he does I'm not... still trying to interpose myself between the way and him. Uh, unfortunately, that was not mechanically how you did that. So you. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So like you're you're in his face, but you were trying to to hit him so he's yeah. he's able to like step in such a way that uh you've not really put yourself between uh yeah des i think you can be active in this scene now because you've made it down that ladder you got a spell we know how you can use yeah well first she's going to go to row and go Ro can't explain you need to go outside and tell the boat guy that you're okay just go and then she's going to cast liganta to, you know, the guy. Okay. <laughs> Crazy guy. Uh, you're trying to hold him in place, is that it? it? Yeah, just pin him okay. down. Okay, and are you doing it as a rote? It is a okay, rote spell. Okay, so you're just doing the standard, is that four? Uh, Liganta is okay, three. Okay, so it's a, it's a three. All right, make your discipline roll. Mm-hmm. Four. Okay. Ooh, he rolled really well. So... Can I attack something? Um, you can if you would like. So you you have a, a difference of, uh, let's see, with that roll, uh, that's a difference of three to make up. That's gonna be. That's gonna have to be two tags, bud. You think it's worth it? I mean, uh, speaking from my emotional gut, yes, but it's your call. I, I mean, I feel it's worth it. I mean, I would obviously tag haunted. 
hunted mouthpiece of the supernatural because I'm doing supernatural work right here. And I'm also gonna do Born with the Gift. I have magic inside of me. And um, I, I also tried to hit him with this spell before, so I am really looking forward to getting him with it this time for reals. Because she's going to look at him after she casts it and she's going to say, did you miss me? <laughs> <laughs> Des, well, you are a gift. Okay. I've been waiting all episode. <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you. Welcome to the Cool Quips gang. All right. Um, <laughs> yes, you. He called her bitch. <laughs> I, I am going to allow you to tag both of those things. And from the ether, these grasping, ghoulish, ghostly hands uh, just ensnare him uh, and root him to the spot. Uh, and he he is quite distressed. Uh, with what has just occurred uh, and is trying to struggle against it. And Albion? Yeah? How out of fate points are you? Very. Okay, <laughs> would you like one? I can't. I to... I'm sorry? I have to spend a fate point to tell you no, don't I? Uh, to resist the compel, yes. So I can't resist the compel. That's really sucks. Okay. So, monsters have long memories, my dude. Yep. And, um, so take a fate point. Okay. This will end the scene. Okay. So take, you take a fate point and, um, you see a, you see a hand come out of the opened way and you hear a voice you're not familiar with uh, that says, can't even do it on your own. And it grabs him by the shoulder and yanks him through the way before the way is abruptly closed in his wake. That's a real fist clencher, sir. Oh, yeah. Damn it. I was going to put my foot in his balls. <laughs> pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.